Before we begin, everyone, um, there will be some spoilers on the episodes this week. Please catch up and listen accordingly. Abby, I've got to, I've got to apologize to you as well. No, I know. I heard about this. Okay, but we'll talk about the podcast. I know. No, it's I know not. Who we you have are. beef. We have like, beef. Facing, yeah, yeah, I know. Are we like, like I know... I know who you are, Faith. I'm not good with names. I'm getting used to it. Yeah. It's... I'll never forget your name ever again, I promise. Well, actually, um, yeah, rude. I know. So what happened, Lem, was you went into what, pedestrian or something? Punky? One of them. They gave like a firing off, would you give people a rose or something? And he said, who's that about me? But I, I, I'm really bad with celebrity names. No, it's all right. But I, knew, just... I know who you are, your face. No. I remember seeing a, um, a little snippet of um, a scene with you um, on the beach. Oh, yeah. With, um, Matt Agnew. <laughs> Sorry, babe. I'm used to getting rejected by bachelors. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's my it's my MO. I can't stop thinking about him. He's hot. He's the one I think about. So into him. I believe in love, love, love. Hey guys, welcome to a new installment of It's a Lot. We're gonna do bachelor recaps, reacts. I don't really know. I mean it's not gonna be a full recap, but you are gonna have some information about how I feel about the show this week and um maybe some interviews along the way with people that we care about. By the way, I'm lucky enough with my connections to be able to talk to the bachelor, Jimmy. So hold out for that because he's gonna give his commentary on things that I'm bitching about. So, again, like, this isn't going to be a full-blown moment, but also, like, I just think of my thoughts because I feel like I am finally far enough removed that I won't be depressed watching it. But also I have some funny things to say and some interesting things. And this year's Bachelor, and now not that last year's was, was bad, but this year's Bachelor's fucking great. I love a new face. I love a new moment. I love a new man. And he's really lovely and I got to talk to him so his commentary will be throughout this podcast we love a new format so we begin season nine the bachelor starts off obviously osher is there i mean shock horror he's in a suit he's very excited he's yelling while walking through a mansion and he says there's a new bachelor a new year and new girls and it's like yeah babe we hope there's a new bachelor i mean like imagine if they gave blake another go they're like honey badger round two they're like new mansion new girls Honey Badger. And Honey Badger walks out. He's like, "Ah." and we meet Jimmy. Jimmy's a pilot. He's hot. He's six foot one. He's 31. Dude, I mean, he's he's hot. Okay, Lem. Lem's on the mic. We just had a talk with him. I'm with a woman right now. Babe. It's not turning me the other way. It's not. But it's fuck me dead. Fuck. So hot. So attractive. So attractive. And now, look, I don't often find people on reality TV attractive. I know that's, like, funny for me to say, but, like, like, The Bachelor isn't usually, like, my thing. Really smart, really great, really hot. We're into it. So we meet his parents first. And I noticed that this is so cute. His dad cried because he was going to miss him and worry about him, which I love that they showed his dad crying because it was showing this, like, sweet moment of, like, two men. And Jimmy was like, oh, mate. And, like, he obviously got a bit very emotional as well. And, and it was just this beautiful moment of showing men, showing vulnerability on The Bachelor, which I don't think we've really seen before in full. But it was just nice to see it on TV. And then I thought, after meeting his beautiful, normal family, they live in this beautiful house, this dog, and they're all very, like, they seem just so nice and normal. That's when I realised if I was on this season, wouldn't make it past day one. <laughs> Jimmy seems so normal. He seems so secure and so, like, together. And not that Matt wasn't, but, like, Jimmy seems like my family is perfect and my life is perfect and, like, I'm a pilot and I was in a plane when I was eight. So, and I'm not saying this is an insult. This is, like, goals. 
like my nipples are hard, like and not in a sexual way, again, in like a jealousy way. <laughs> you guys know all my extreme emotions and nipple hard. So I just realised that he's just so like put together that if I came walking down that red carpet with my fucking curly hair and my big titties, he'd be like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this bitch? I'm like, trauma, trauma, trauma. He's like, mm, my dad is emotionally secure enough to cry on national television. I'm like, I don't know what my dad's like. So, <laughs> Jimmy, I hope we can be friends though, mate. Unfortunately, I know that he would have been like fucking, it would have been like a red flag running. Okay, so then they have this chat, and I think this is a really interesting chat to have uh, with Jimmy and his family sitting having lunch. I mean, not pre-planned at all. They all just happened to be on the dinner table. And they're talking about what Jimmy wants in someone. And his sister makes the best point in the fucking world. He says, I want someone nice. I have this conversation. This is like an argument we had with my family one year at Christmas. Like, there were people standing up screaming about this. Again, Jimmy's family would be like, what the fuck? Thank fuck I wasn't on this season. We were like, being nice is an insult. Okay. I think if someone says about someone's partner, like, say if if my best friend brought me forward a man she was dating for me to approve of, and I said, he's really nice. No, it's a bad thing. It's an insult. Lem, please agree. It is an insult. <laughs> it's an insult. It's like, oh, they're nice enough, I guess. I also think, and again, this is nothing to do with Jimmy. I think he was just nervous on camera being like, someone nice, I guess. And we speak about it more. But I think asking for someone nice is like asking for someone. I know, it's it's very baseline. It's like, I want someone that isn't going to scream at people on the street. Like, someone not abusive. Okay? I think because nice is a weak word. It's weak. Just- You can say nice for anything. You can say nice glass. You can say nice face. You Mm. can say nice human. I Mm. think kind. Kind. Empathetic. Compassionate. And again, I think he was just struggling for a synonym. I think he didn't have the time to right-click synonym on nice. Like, it's not Jimmy's fault. But I do think it's an interesting conversation to have and have it with your friends. Because some of my friends think calling someone nice and lovely is a good thing if they met, like, my boyfriend. But I think that it's an insult. And if my mum said, oh, he's a nice boy, cut. And not because I don't want someone nice. It's like, say they're funny or smart or interesting or like have something going for him. But I did ask Jimmy what he's looking for now. So um, I'll put that in here. For me, it's something that I really want, wanted going into it. Like, I just wanted a nice person. And and like, okay, great. Bars on the nice floor. person, that's it. <laughs> like, you need more than that. But yeah. Um, but so what yeah. now? Now that you've obviously chosen someone and I've heard you're very happy. Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, I am. I've heard, I've heard you, because obviously I still talk to some of the crew and they've all been like, obviously haven't told me anything, but they're like, all you have to know is that it's very, very, it's great. Like, and I'm so yeah. happy that you guys are happy and that I worked out for some people on The Bachelor. I don't, so happy for you. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> your experience was good. Wow, sounds fun. Can't relate. But now that uh, you've obviously got your girl, mm. what are things other than being nice? Again, bars on the floor, babe. I'm not sure what you've been through to say that. It's a very me thing to say. Like, I just want someone to be nice to me. No, no. I mean, look, okay. I, I should say that, like, if we're looking at deal breakers, it's probably an easier way to, to see, like, people that are like a mean and like and i've said this before but like you know when you go to a restaurant you order some food and someone's really mean to the 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 waiter or waitress Mm -hmm. it's just like just don't be don't be a dick like for guys and girls like just don't think you're better than everyone else like we're all the same and Mm -hmm. and i think that is a really unattractive um trait so that's what i mean by that then there's a montage about what jimmy wants and like what's going to happen in the season and one of the girls (laughs) in the voiceover she says and this isn't funny on its face but it's funny for me you're the first thing i think about when i wake up cute 
Yeah, babe. You haven't had news for three months. What else are you going to think about? You don't have a phone. You don't have news. Like, what else could you possibly fucking think about? And again, like, not that she's silly for saying this, because that's how I, I would I would say, like, you're all I think about. Babes, yeah, you're being trained. You're, like, you're being trained to only think about this one man. Like, you're on a show called The Bat. Like, yes, babe, that isn't revolutionary. Like, but again, been there. So I'm not, I'm not saying you're stupid for it, but it's like, come the fuck on. And I couldn't help but wonder, are these girls experiencing for the first time in their life attachment issues? Because it's like a force anxiously attached. I, I'm living through life being anxiously attached. It's my norm, waking up thinking about someone every morning, like waking up feeling sick because I like someone. They're experiencing it and they think it's they think it's unusual, which can't relate. Girls, again, untraumatized. Perfect for Jimmy. Perfect for our gorgeous Jimmy. We love him. And Jimmy, like, flies in. Hot? He's really hot. <laughs> like, sorry, Jimmy. And I'm sorry to the winner. Like, I'm not trying to steal your man. Like, your smans. You're nervous. Steal your man. I swear to God. I just, you're, he's just really hot. I was on a plane. Osha says, oh, man, I love you. Like, to himself, very coyly. And he's wearing a bedazzled bow tie. No further commentary. But it's just, like, it was very ugly. Okay, time to meet the girls. All right, there's a girl with a cake. And I'm like, at this point, like, to be quite frank with you all, I'm dissociating. I don't want to watch this part because during my entrance, I was just like so panicked. Like, you can see my face. I'm like talking a million miles an hour. I'm like, and Jimmy seems fucking nervous. So I asked him about how he was feeling. So I thought Steph was the first, first um, girl to come out. And mm. I thought, I thought I was really, really nervous with her, but that was one one part they did show. And I actually, I thought my chat was terrible. Like I was like, they're not going to show that because I was probably like, so, so what 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 brings you here? Like just <laughs> shit chat. And like, and then I looked at it and I was like, oh, that was all right. Like I think. Um, so great. there was a couple others. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I was I was super nervous on the inside, but I was just trying to be myself. There was a couple that didn't make it to to air that were pretty funny, but um. Yeah, I guess they've got a time limit, so. My favourite was um, just Cinta, but they call her Jay. When you asked yeah. her, when you were like, and this is like a very small thing, but I pissed myself. I don't know if it's a lockdown or what, but she was like, hi, I'm just Cinta. And you're like, oh, I'm Jay. And she goes, and you go, tell me about yourself. And she goes, I'm just Cinta. And I was like, babe. Wait, what did she say? She, I'm just a what? No, she goes, I'm just Cinta. Again, she's like, do you like, tell me oh, about yeah, yourself? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, well, I'm just Cinta. It's like. Yeah, oh, no, thanks, I, I didn't. You know that, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I almost, I was, because it's so like, because I understand that sh- you're, sh- you feel like you're, like you're shaking, right? So yeah. she's obviously just like, ah, uh, I'm just Cinta, I guess. And you, and you were so nice, and you're like, yep, cool, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that. I'm sure I did the same thing to some of the other girls. One thing that I noticed that I was really, really impressed by with all of the ladies that came out. Everyone seemed so, so, like, there was a couple that were nervous, probably two, but the rest of them were so cool, calm, and collected that I was like, are they, have they done this before? Are they, like, are they being paid to be here? Have they done a shot before they've come up? Yeah, I was like, this is just, like, yeah, they were, they they seemed much more chill than I thought I was. All right, so now we're back. There are like twenty four of them or something. Like I don't really know. I'm sorry, girls. I was like I was watching, but I I was watching for the enjoyment, not for the analysis. It was nice. There was a there was a lawyer. She was beautiful. She signed. They all seem like really nice, normal girls. Like usually on the intros, there's one clear villain and there's one clear, and they all just seemed kind of nice and kind of funny and like the most villainous person 
was probably the criminal lawyer, Belinda, but she wasn't even a villain. She just drove a sports car. And they have this one shot of her, of her, like, I love to drive. And she's literally like a Brisbane street. And she's like in a Mustang. And she just like puts it into drive and goes like 10 kilometers an hour around a bend. And it's like Belinda babes. Like, and they're like, all right. So you get in the car and they've obviously gone three, two, one. And she's gone neutral to drive like press press the start button like a, I think they tried to make her seem like a villain but I don't, I don't know if she is like she's like the editing's pretty fair I reckon at this point Holly I think is the winner so that's fun she took him aside for a wine and I'm like yeah get it like but I do want to flag here regarding Holly and also another girl Steph I'm about to talk about they've both been people have found posts of them having hashtag MAGA yeah, so Holly had a post of her in the US and the caption was just hashtag MAGA. And then Steph had a post of her at a footy game or something with Donald Trump's head, holding Trump's head. And this is hard for me because they've both said it was satire, which I actually, I'm the type of person that would go to America and wear a Make America Great Again hat and be like, obviously not now. But like, I can imagine me getting drunk and thinking that was really funny. You know what I mean? Like thinking it's like the peak humour, being like, of course I'm not a fucking Trump supporter. And that's what they've said. So I'm going to believe them because I can imagine myself, people are saying, uh, is it, is it not? It's like, well, even if they did support Trump then, they obviously know it's not right to now. I mean, it's a yellow flag. But again, I would do some stupid shit like that. It's like when I say that I'm like misogynistic. Like it's like, of course I'm not. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like if I'm like fucking women on my stories. We're going to give them benefit. Like, again, if I was throwing Donald Trump's head at a game, I think that I'd probably jokingly get a photo with it and be like, but I probably would give him the finger, but I'm also quite aggressive. So, you know, I'm, an, I'm we're going to let it slide. I just want to find that I have seen those articles and I think that it is funny satire if that is their core personality trait and they're vocal with their friends about being anti-Trump. If they are silent about other things, I don't believe it. Anyway, we're going to go with benefit of the doubt for the girls because who knows? No one else really interests me except for Steph. Now, Steph, she, I love her. She concerns me. Not, not, not her. Like, I'm scared for this girl because she's obviously getting like, um, she's getting a hybrid edit that I got with like Rachel from my season, who was our like villain before. She was like a traditional villain that I was like the sex villain. So she's like a gamer and she is like a, you know, they're like live streaming in like uh, bikinis or whatever or naked. I don't really know what they do. Twitch. Twitch. That's what it's called. She does that. And they talk about it. And I think, is The Bachelor becoming slightly more progressive? Because they talk about it and they don't put, like, sex demon music behind it. It's just like, this is her job and she's being funny about it. She's like, you know, I feel like... She says, I don't think what I usually would stream in would be appropriate for 7.30. And they put, like, funny music behind it. Like, she's like, oh, fuck, I probably can't do this. And they're like, it's like not... It's not like slut shaming. I don't think anyway. But then I think, am I just seeing it from that perspective? Because I would never think to slut shame someone about that. But, you know... Okay, so the thing is, though, she walks in, she gets a little great with Jimmy, it's cute, whatever, and she figures out that Jimmy is a pilot, someone tells her, and the music is literally like, dun, 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 because she's like, she's like, oh, is he a pilot? And she makes a joke and she's like, I would never date a pilot again. Like, she dated a pilot for three years. I think he cheated on her is what we're getting. She's like, they all cheat, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, babe, don't give these girls any reason to think you shouldn't be with him. Like, because I did like this. Well, I would make jokes about, like, I'd make jokes about, like, Matt. I firmly believe, maybe except for Chelsea, but I firmly believe I loved Matt the most. Like, I love Matt. Like, loved Matt. <laughs> and I would 
make these jokes about him. My boyfriends have dated. I've fucking made jokes about like, oh god, they fucking. Oh, but he's a Capricorn. Like, I've, you know what I mean? Like, she's talking about like the stereotype about pilots and how like you know they have two families. And I feel like that's like a normal stereotype. Like, you know logically that it's not real for everyone. But also keep in mind these kind of parties go for like sometimes two full days of filming. What else are you going to talk about? Like, <laughs> make some pilot jokes. Like, it's fucking funny. Get a fucking sense of humour. So even to the point where she's doing a Voxy, like a little those little interviews you do during the cocky party, the producer goes, oh, plane overhead, please pause. For Just if anyone doesn't know, that's for audio. The plane is going to be fucking loud. And she goes, fucking pilots, which is so funny, which is so fucking funny to be like, she's bitching about him being a pilot and then it's like, sorry, it's a plane overhead. As though you wouldn't go... Like that's fucking hilarious. That's funny, right? Like, but they're but they're adding in music. Like she's deranged. Like she's crazy. Like she's obsessed with him being a pilot. And it's like I would do the same for like footy players, and real estate agents, and like because it's like there's a ster- and Capricorns, like it's, and Scorpios, and it's like and Librans, and it's like <laughs> it's like I. So I asked Jimmy about this because I wanted to get his opinion. He didn't agree with me. Look, I I think she genuinely um has has or at least had that opinion um. Yeah, it's uh, look. It's it, it's frustrating when someone pigeonholes you based on your occupation because we're not all the same, mm. um, you know. And and like, yeah, I, I feel like it's a bit kind of unfair to go in and just be like, I oh, will ride that person off because they're that's what they do for a living. Um, but like, what you do for a living doesn't define you. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't reflect on what kind of person you are. There's a lot of female pilots I fly with. Are they cheaters? You know what I mean? It doesn't really make sense. So. Yeah. But see, yeah, I look, say, it's frustrating. See, I say this about footy players and stuff, though, and obviously I would date a footy player, anyone out there, <laughs> if you're keen. <laughs> Slip like, into those DMs. Like I, I, like, I talk about musicians, footy players, fucking real estate agents, and I'm like, these are all stereotypes, but I think you know, I think you know that, like, individual people are different. I just felt like it was a bit dramatised. Shock horror. Yeah, look, I, I actually, I, I don't think they had to put too much GSC on that really? one. I think it was quite genuine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And, like, I don't know. I think with the footy player thing, like, look, if someone has, like, a really, um, has a public profile and they're constantly getting people throwing themselves at them, you know, maybe, maybe in some instances it does get to someone's head. But, like, I'm a pilot. Like, it's not. It's no one's breaking job. in the cockpit. Like, no one's, like, slipping in my DMs. You know, I'm not having thousands <laughs> of people, like, hitting me up. But it's just I go to work, I do my job, come home. That's so, like, actually it's not, super fair. Yeah. That's, that was my kind of stance on it. But, yeah. Anyway, regardless of how Jimmy feels about it, sorry, Jimmy Dahl, your opinion isn't valid here. She's putting herself into really risky territory because what happens in these shows is, like, if you're ever going to go on this show or, like, and I didn't know this, if you give these girls one small reason to think you aren't right for this person or to think you're there for the wrong reasons you're fucked like you're fucked they will then find everything you say a reason why you shouldn't be there with him like i remember when matt <laughs> when oh my god screaming at this matt on the foot oh my god i actually can't even say it because i don't think it got aired but on the first cocktail party Facco brought out a red carpet because she's a model and she did like a walk and made Matt do a walk. And Matt like sauntered out and then like he's such a nerd. Love him. Loved him. And he like did like on his ass, his finger. Like, yeah, it was just very like nerdy. It was very like Beauty and the Geek style. And I remember I said to one of the girls, I don't like him at all. (laughs) Because you think, oh, everyone else here is normal. 
I've spoken to him for 45 seconds as though I'm going to be like, that's my man. Like, I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? So she's kind of like fucked herself up because she's now said he's a pilot. I don't like pilots. And probably like me and people that are like very extroverted, you just say shit for the sake of saying shit and you think it's funny. And I can imagine these conversations being funny. But the girl, she's even said, she even says shit like, <laughs> she says shit like, the girls are talking. Three of the girls are talking. And she obviously doesn't give a fuck. She's so, like, sure of herself, this Steph girl. Like, she's like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I like someone that I don't know. And she's like, oh, this is, like, really fun, except, like, the only thing they make it better is if there were more men to flirt with. That is the funniest shit I've ever heard, right? And, again, this it's not this girl's fault. Like, she's she knows how to play the game, right? She's smart enough to be like, oh, I think we're good with the one we have. And then Steph goes... Yeah, but you know what? The ratio is like a bit off. Hila- like this is this is like fucking hilarious. This is like funny shit. Being like, yeah, it's cr- like obviously she's being facetious. She's like, yeah, like it's crazy. There are twenty four of us and one man. Like the ratio is o- a bit off. Fucking funny. So she goes and talks to the bachelor and um, Jimmy, as they call him, who we love. And then all the girls start bitching about it over on the other couch. They start, like, yelling things out at her because she has spoken to him first. Like, they think they're being funny. It's just bullying girls. Like, sorry. Like, I, like again, Steph could prove me wrong later in the series. But at this stage, like, you don't know her. You're just literally yelling at this girl who said she doesn't like pilots. Who? There is a stereotype about pilots. And she's, she's also been cheated on by a pilot. Like... She has her own trauma that she's dealing with through humour as well, like have some common empathy and be like, oh, like she got cheated on by a pilot, so you associate them as being the same because he had the means to do that. Again, Jimmy, icon. So that isn't the case with Jimmy, but Jimmy, uh, she doesn't know Jimmy, right? Like, again, girls, you don't know him. Like, why are you defending him like he's your boyfriend? Like, you've met him? Like, what the fuck are you on about? Like, and this is like day one with me, all the girls were like, and we'd sit around and after the second cocktail party, one of the girls was like, I said that one of the producers was hot. You know who you are. And, like, all the girls were singing, I can't believe you'd think to say that some of the crew were hot. It's literally like, she's like, we're here for Matt. I was like, I don't fucking know Matt. I ended up knowing him and loving I loved Matt. But, like, I had spent a total of four minutes with this man. Why the fuck? Why am I allowed to say, oh, one of the producers is hot and funny? And, like, joking, being, like... And a few of us were, like, yeah, like, if it doesn't work out with Matt, like, there's a few hot crew. Like, again, joking, but people, they take things. Because what happens in these situations is they sit around and you have little groups and in the groups you'll discuss every single person from the other group and why they aren't right for The Bachelor. Right, so this is... It's it's fucking... It's shit. And, like, they're acting like being... Like, bullying her as being, like, quirky and funny. They're, like, oh, like, I bet she's asking. Like, one of the girls is, like, oh, I bet she's asking. Um, oh, does my breath smell like onion? Or, like, oh, I bet she's, she's getting a bit close there. Like, is she asking about Centrelink payments? And it's, like, that's not funny. You're just being mean. How about you just sit in the corner and wait until they're done talking and then go and talk to him? Like, if... What the fuck? Anyway, it's, like, other shit happens. There's this key... Look, I don't really give a fuck about the key. There's, there's this key... This is end of episode one. There's this key, and you get unlimited access to The Bachelor during cocktail parties. Jay gets it. She's hot. She's funny. I like her. I like her dress, but don't really care. Two randoms go home. Episode two. <laughs> Again, this isn't going to be a full recap. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck who goes home. Like, again, just watch it. Like, sorry, girls. Like, you know, in the words of Jimmy. It's still embarrassing, especially night one. Leaving on night one's embarrassing. 
All right, episode two. First day vibes. Brooke goes. Brooke seems really sweet. I really like her, but I'm sorry, Brooke. I don't have much feminist commentary on this. You seem really nice and smart and normal. Sorry, babe. I might talk about you more later down the line, but unfortunately. Now, I want to flag this, and I flagged this while I was watching this, and I, I'm right in the episode. Going on the first date on The Bachelor is a curse. It is the worst thing that could happen to you. When you're in the moment, you think, all I want is the first date. I'm the most liked. <laughs> Two things happen. First of all, you're the first date. And yes, you're the person who's made the most impression from him, like as we'll hear from Jimmy. But you never win. And like I don't think they've ever won from the first date. And also, you go on your first date, you have all these amazing feelings, you're all happy, joy, 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 joyous. You get home, you're all buzzy. And then you start to get anxiety until your next date, which isn't for another six, seven dates. And you could go sit, get sent home after seven day, seven weeks of waiting and feeling sick. And then it's like, well, I haven't see, I haven't spoken to you since then. Also, when you get the first date, the girls then assume you have no right to actually talk to him at cocktail parties from then on because it's like, well, you've had the first date. He likes you the most. So then there's more bitchiness about it. So you, you get bitched about because you're the favorite one. And also you are inside so anxious and you have the good feelings for one day after one row ceremony, you're back to be like, oh, he's forgotten that I exist. You forget that the man has object permanence. So I asked Jimmy how he decided who was going on the first date and give the key to, because the key in the first date, different things. Look, for me, taking someone flying is a massive deal. And and that that was the first date. So I wanted to take someone that I that I who who from the minute I saw them, I was just like, yep, you know. Uh, yeah. there's definitely there's definitely attraction there and it's someone that I want to hang out with and see if there's there's anything more so like it's really daunting like you know you meet so many people on the red carpet that the whole night is quite uh like it's a whirlwind of emotion and like you just don't know what's going on so brooke was someone that um yeah i mean she's stunning and and i wanted to hang out with her more so i, I thought brooke for the first date and then jay the business lounge is all about you're going to spend a lot of time with that person and obviously if you see that person being there at the very end like you'd be stupid to pick someone you're gonna, you know, that's not gonna be there. Right. So someone that definitely you see, you definitely see something with, and someone also that you actually enjoy just hanging out with as well. I, I think Jay's a super genuine person. She slips up. She's she's just she kind of she's puts a foot in it as we spoke about. She's just yeah. She's just, <laughs> just like <laughs> just Cinta. So I, I thought she was really genuine and and um, someone that I wanted to hang out with, and that's why I gave her the key. Anyway, they're on a plane. He says that weird hot thing where it's like Wildcats Tango High School Musical 142, like whatever. Like um, I was like, that's fucking hot. That's so hot. There's a storm. I don't really care. Again, what am I going to comment on? And there's a there's a storm cell, and they turned around. Like it was like, it was stressful. It was hot. He saved their lives. Like I like them together. They're cute. I yeah. Okay. The girls are back at home. <laughs> Flashback to the mansion. It's so funny because it's like you're all playing such a game. What you'll do, like in my season, you'll accuse the one person being honest of not being there for the right reasons when you're all hyper-fucking-aware of what you're saying. They're all sitting around saying how happy they are for Brooke going on the first. Shut the fuck up. No, you're not. You're not, girls. Like, I'm sorry, you're not. And, like, you've met Brooke for three days. You don't know. What's Brooke's last name? Do you know? Like, I'm sure you don't know. Like, what does Brooke do for work? Does Brooke have any siblings? No. And I'm sure Brooke's lovely and I'm sure you're lovely, but Jesus fucking Christ, sitting around saying we're so happy for her. That's weird. You aren't sister wives. I wish you could normalise in the mansion girls being like, yeah, this fucking sucks. I wish I could go on a date with him. But when they do air that, the audience are like, fucking bitch. And it's like, but she's there to find a man? Like she's there to date Jimmy? 
So, of course, she's going to want to go on a date with Jimmy and not be stoked with other people going on a date with Jimmy. I mean, I'm jealous the girl's going to date with Jimmy at this stage. I don't know if I can watch it anymore. He's so hot. I said, but water. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, just flagging that. All right, now it's time for the photo shoot, which was triggering for me because the photo shoot for me was the beginning of my of my downfall because I just did too well and Matt obviously wanted to kiss me. Steph is getting a weird edit. When they arrive at the photo shoot, she says something really funny again and she says, I think I'd like to do something more exciting than a photo shoot, which is so funny. That's fucking funny. It isn't fun doing a fucking photo shoot. Like, it's fun because you're on The Bachelor and it's fun because, you know, it is fun because you feel really excited to be on The Bachelor and the crew was so... It's a really fun day, honestly. But, like, The Bachelor also, like, the girl the day before got to go on a plane and got to hear him go Mango Tango Wildcats or whatever. It's like, I get it. I get... And also, it's... Let's go have fucking sense of humour. Like, you don't always have to be... <laughs> to be funny. Like, you can say funny shit like, this is shit. Maybe because it's my sense of humour that I think it's funny. There's a few different photo shoots. Again, like, watch it. It's interesting. It's fun. But, like, there's no feminist commentary for me to have on any of this stuff. Until there's, again, Steph is in a photo shoot and there's two other girls. uh, One of the girls, Laura, (laughs) is dressed as an old lady and she said, I'm for some reason dressed as the queen mother, which is so – that's fucking funny. That's – I pissed my – I pissed myself to pause to laugh because I was taking notes and I had to pause to be like, this bitch is funny. Steph's there and she's flirting with – Jimmy, again, the, the point of the show, the point of the day. And the girls are all standing off the side. And one girl says, Steph was really in charge and just went for Jimmy. Who is she supposed to go for? The Queen Mother? Like, is she supposed to try and kiss Laura? Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Then someone else says, Steph would mow down any girl in her path because she's doing what also you've all done you're threatened by her so therefore you think she's has malicious motive but she's just doing what you're all doing is it because they're doing it more quietly yes and they're also insecure this is the thing like if you're insecure and you do it it's like good for her she's going out of her way she's putting herself out there and then when steph does it when steph's making hilarious comments and also because they already have in her mind that she isn't there for the right reasons but because she's like pilots so they have now we're episode two and they're already being like she can't be being sincere she could have a date with him and be like holy fuck i'm an idiot i thought this was funny to say uh, but actually you're great like me with musicians my sister has dated so many gaslighting musicians that I'm like, I would never be a musician. I can meet a musician and be like, I am obsessed with you. And I wouldn't think about it, but I still will stay. I could be married to a musician and I would still say, fuck all musicians. You know what I mean? Like, she's got a fucking personality. Let her live. Belinda is fucking wild in this next photo shoot. She's like pulling Jimmy. So I asked Jimmy how he felt about it. And here's what to say. Super awkward. Like I, I said, them going into this. So I, I was really involved in a lot of the dates because I wanted to pick the dates because, you know, you've got a short amount of time with ladies and I wanted to, not only, of course, you want to do cool things, but I wanted to pick dates that where I could show a part of myself to the girls and vice versa. Mm. Um, but the photo shoot was one that, that was, um, you know, I didn't pick. Mm. Uh, I would never have picked a photo shoot. So I was awkward going into it. I'm like, oh, But it's so normal for a, for a second time hanging out with people to do a photo yeah. shoot with them, right? A photo shoot. Yeah, dressed up. No mm. worries. And um, the Belinda Belinda was so funny. She came out of like, she. I don't know where that, that side of her came from, but she was like, her head was like <laughs> this close to my crutch. She was like, she had her hands everywhere. Um, there were body parts like seen, which they didn't show, but like, she said some really, really funny stuff. Um, I've ne- I hadn't had a 
just very close with the camera there as well. So and how did you I feel about that? Myself. You thought it was funny. Yeah, she's grabbing my, my ass. And I was just <laughs> like, she was so she really went for it, and like good on her because like the the idea of the day was that that you know like. Bring out your personality. And she brought her personality out. She brought massively. Like, In a big way. Uh, I was being like pulled from both angles. I looked down and Belinda's down there looking up at me. And I'm just like, this is this is like, what have I got myself into? <laughs> There's a shoot after that with two of the girls. And they don't even like talk. It's like silent. And Jimmy's just standing there very awkward. And then we have Lily who got the solo with Jimmy. And now this is a bit spicy because they have, they're like doing like, a notebook-esque moment. They're, like, holding each other. She's on a stool because she's so short. I feel sick and I start to miss Matt Agnew and I had to get out of it because it reminds me of photo shoot vibes. There's a man sitting to the side with a hose to make it rain. Like, literally on a ladder, there's, like, one of the crews just, like, fuck my life. Like, obviously freezing cold as well. Like, it's fucking May and it, like, he's there with a hose, like, with his cap on and his blacks just being, like, fuck. And they're, like, under the hose, just, like, touching his body. Lily undoes his shirt, like, oh, iconic scenes all round. I wrote down, Jimmy is hot AF. Sorry. That's literally what I wrote my notes. And interestingly, when Lily takes his shirt off, we see no bitching from the girls. Hmm. 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 Is it because Lily thus far, as we've seen, hasn't been very loud, hasn't been very out there, hasn't been, like, again, she seems lovely. I'm like icon scenes. Taking a shot of fuck yeah. I'm a huge fan of Lily. But why is Steph getting she'll mow down any girl when Lily is literally de-roping him in front of you all under a man with a hose? Like, it's just the fucking double standards. It's the same as in my season when you when girls would try to kiss Matt or try to close to Matt, then when the person succeeds, everyone's like, what a fucking bitch. As though you wouldn't do the same thing. So no one's bitching until they kiss. Wow, they've locked lips, so apparently that's different to everything else. And, like, there's a consensual kiss with adults in front of us. Someone said, the audacity to do this in front of all of us. First of all, yeah, fucking holy than thou. All right, babes. You know, she's not... I don't know why I say this about The Bachelor. She's not doing anything nefarious. Like, she's... They're not fucking. As well as, they're not fucking. They kissed. And the kiss was, like, hot, but it wasn't like they were, like, it wasn't a mere mat on the beach. Like, they were just, like, they kissed and it was a photo shoot. And, like, I've kissed random men during photo shoots. It's not like, who gives a fuck? But the audacity to do it in front of all of us is so funny because it's, like, it's a dating show. You aren't sisters. You've known each other for four days. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Like, you don't know each other. Grow the fuck up. So I wanted to know from Jimmy how he felt if he realised what he'd set off. And unfortunately, this is what he said. No, I didn't actually think about that. One thing I, I remember that the, um, so that the, we were standing there, rain, you know, it was all happening. The ladies were all um, watching, but they, when you watch it back, it looks like they were a lot closer than they actually were. So they were, they were quite far away. So I can't really remember if I remember them being right there, but I remember, I remember thinking like, I think we're being watched here. So Yeah, babe, there's a few um, cameras. Yeah, the, the photographer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The photographer said to us, "Guys, how about you act out a little kiss? You know, it's romantic." And I was like, "Cool, let's act it out." And so we got pretty close, and we got closer and closer. And then um, Lily kind of just went for it, and I guess I kind of just reciprocated. And I was very aware of the fact that it, it's probably not a good idea to do that in front of all the girls. So it was very short-lived. I kind of, I think from memory we both pulled out and we're just like oh, okay that was you know um 
Of course, it didn't look like that <laughs> last night watching it back. But, I love um, watching it. I was like, this is such icon behavior. She was like undoing his shirt in front of all the girls. I was like, this is the- we're on a fucking dating show. Yeah, like, Lily you're allowed is- to kiss. Lily bosses it as well. Like she is a little pocket rocket. She's not scared to ruffle some feathers, and she's a great girl, Lily. Um, so uh look she went for it and good on her and but i remember saying to her after i was like look sorry when we had the extra time at the end i said look i'm sorry that that like it was a bit short-lived i might have been a bit awkward but i just i felt a bit awkward doing it in front of all the girls and she was like yeah actually i did too and i probably regret that so yeah, but- i don't think lily copped much slack for it actually i think um mm. maybe from a particular few <laughs> I'm not but sure, actually yeah. did you see last <laughs> night yeah, I think from a few, but also I think Lily has a few rock solid friends in there and they probably like, ah, oh, whatever. We know what we're here for. Let's, yeah. The girls go back to the mansion. Oh, Lily gets the extra time. Watch it. It's interesting. She's 23. She talks about a trauma. It's really nice. I really like her. She seems really mature. She reminds me of me. Iconic. Young. Hot. Um, <laughs> and now because she had the confidence, thing, now because she had the confidence to kiss him, now we all hate her. So if she hadn't kissed him, it'd be like, oh, she's so cute. She really went out of her comfort zone. Women should be docile creatures. Yes. Say nothing. Hate yourself. Hate yourself. And then we will like you. Yeah, the rule is either you hate yourself and everyone likes you or everyone hates you and you like yourself. Choose the latter. Okay, so we go back and they're saying, someone literally says, how dare she? She is so disrespectful. Girls, he's allowed to fucking kiss someone. And also no one's saying fuck Jimmy, no one's being like, oh, he shouldn't have done that in front of all the girls. Like, it's his responsibility to make sure that we feel comfortable. Not that it is. He can kiss newsflash girls. He can kiss whoever the fuck he wants in front of you. If he lined you all up and was like, come on, give us a pash at the cocktail party, his prerogative, unless Osha stops him. Uh, and then it's a cocky party. They're all upset about Lily, still still bitching about it, still saying how fucked it is. And like, and then Brooke saying how upset she is. And the thing, this is the thing. This is the curse. Now Brooke feels like she is less than every person that comes after her. So we've got Lily, who's had a kiss now. Then there'll be another single date tomorrow, less than her. Now she's third on the peak and it keeps going down. And that's a, it's not true, but it's how she'll feel. And she'll get insecure and crazy. And then she'll do some weird shit like make him smalls or something in the corner. One cocktail party gets attention and it'll just be like a whole thing. Like it's insecurity central. Then Jay uses her key to go to the business lounge. Have some alone time with Jimmy. Boring or anything, which is boom. But the girls are all upset that she's using the thing that he gave her to use. Stop getting annoyed at people doing what you would do. What the fuck? Sierra is another girl who was in the photo shoot where they were silent, right? And she was meant to be like the girlfriend and she accidentally told him she loved him during the photo. But she did it in like a funny way. Like she was trying to be funny. She's like, I love you. Because she was his girlfriend in the photo shoot, quotation marks. So she's being funny, right? But she now is using this as a reason to why she deserves time with Jimmy. Girls, there's no point debating this. Just take your time. Shut up. There's no point. We used to try and do like rosters. Nah. Nah. Nah, dude. You know what, girls? I'm actually not your friend. In hindsight, I wish I'd have been like, fuck you all. I'm going to go hump them out again. Then Sierra... She takes out on Tani, who was her partner in the photo shoot, right? And apparently she says Tani pulled her hair during the photo shoot. There was drama. Then she said that Tani was putting her off because she was being too serious and a quote-unquote wet blanket and Sierra could have performed better and not said I love you to Jimmy. First of all, babe, it's hard for me to not say I love you to Jimmy, so I don't think it was to do with <laughs> I don't think it was to do with you. And they have this like fight. It's really awkward. The girl's like, what the fuck? 
Then starts the montage of the cut-ins as we have every season. And the thing that I wanted to know from Jimmy was what he thinks is the best way to go about it. Because it's presented like these girls are crazy. But also in the situation, you kind of need to cut in. So we asked him about that. I think everyone going into it, if the show was on the other foot for me, of course, if I was on The Bachelorette, I, I would. everyone would love that you just sit there like a boss and then the the bachelorette would come up to you and be like oh hey jimmy can i pull you for a drink it doesn't work like that on this show and everyone knows that so i feel like you've got to put yourself out there and i did notice that there were a couple of girls that just didn't really seem to make an effort with me and like if we've got limited time at the cocktail parties and i'm hanging out with all the other girls and i haven't even spoken to and you haven't ever made an effort well then i just don't think you're keen so mm. you know you can't expect to be hanging around that long if you're not making an effort. So it's a weird situation having everyone vying for your attention. It's a bit weird, but at least it plays out the same on The Bachelorette. So it's kind of like it's not really, it's you know, it doesn't same. get into like the sexist thing. Like it's just, it is what it is with the show, right? It's weird. You just got to roll with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I was visibly awkward. I didn't know how to do it. Like I didn't want to offend someone by being like, oh yeah, sorry, we've, we've spoken for like 10 seconds, but yeah, see you later, I'm going off with such and such. Yeah, it's hard. So I, I feel like it's part of it. We all know how it works and you've just got to, you've got to go for it and deal with the awkwardness. Right on cue, Brooke's upset because all of her quote unquote fabulous feelings are now gone. And this is what I fucking said. She felt good for a moment. Now she's going to feel shit. I feel sorry for her. She's really nice. I really want her to feel good, but she's not going to feel good until episode seven when she gets her second date. I'm fucking concerned about it. She's not going to win. She's not going to win. She's going to feel anxious for three months. Might get dumped on a random rock somewhere like I did. The poor thing. The poor fucking thing. Anyway, so she's in the corner. I'm right, as usual. And Sierra finally gets to talk to Jimmy, right? And she's sitting there and she's telling him, listen, I don't love you. Like, And he literally says, I think you've overthought this because he's normal and hot. And it's like, of course she has. She's on The Bachelor. You're all she thinks about. Like, of course, of course she's fucking overthought this. And he's so nice and gracious. But then Tani is watching this happening and saying that I bet Laura is bitching about me to Jimmy. And she's not. She's just saying, I don't love you. <laughs> nothing to do with you like it's so fucking weird and tani thinks that sierra is telling jimmy about tani but in fact tani isn't getting any conversation time so tani's having a breakdown because she thinks she's being sabotaged by sierra but sierra is just sitting there digging a hole for herself saying i don't love you i hate you i can't even look at you like i'm nothing to do with you and there's tears and then it kind of abruptly ends and then it's rose ceremony drama so rose ceremonies are obviously shit and i wanted to ask jimmy how he feels in them because girls like it was it was dramatic for me as the bachelor you're standing there and you, you're like even at the start people put even if you haven't formed a connection with someone you may not have spoken to them much but you just feel like there's nothing there so you don't waste their time but it's still a bit rough because they put a lot on hold to be there it's still embarrassing especially night one leaving on night one's embarrassing and um it is. Yeah, it's, remind it's, them. Remind them how embarrassing it is that yeah, you choose sorry, to do. But, uh, yeah, and like, uh, I don't know. It's it's just, it sucks. And yeah, that's basically it. Two randoms go home again. So we've got four randoms gone. Sorry, girls, as Jimmy said. It's still embarrassing, especially night one. Leaving on night one's embarrassing. And it is. And it's okay. You can you can, you can can live in that. And I'm not making fun of you. I just, I would, that was my one goal to not go home the first week. But that's basically the recaps, bitches. I mean, not a lot happened from my end. On the show, heaps fucking happened. Honestly, I'm stoked about this season. Last season, could get into it. My season got into a bit much, some would say. But I think it's a good season. I like Jimmy. I think he's great. I think Steph is an icon. She is the moment. If any of you slander Steph, unfollow me. Unless something more happens, in which case, 
don't listen to this afterwards and then have a go at me. But that's it. See you next week for a Bachelor React slash recap slash interview. Right, bye, love you. It's a lot, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it?